Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This ride is just insane! <laughs> We're going to go 165 feet in the air. We're going to drop down 180 feet, like an 85 degree angle. You ready? I hate this you. I hate fun. you. I hate is you. Your... And now we're going into an Emmelman maneuver. An Emmelman maneuver. I had that last week, actually. Coast in the country. With Marcus LaShock. WGN TV studios in Chicago. This is Coast in the Country. I am Marcus Lashak. Welcome to episode nine of the podcast. The saga is complete. Just kidding. We're not done. But this is where we run down everything that's happening in the theme park world, tell you about all the great places you can travel to across the country, and just have some good, old-fashioned family fun. This week, I have my own personal family trip to tell you about. Yeah, my wife and I got our kids in the car. We drove down to Tampa, Florida to visit some friends. We also visit our friends who live just outside the Smoky Mountains in eastern Tennessee. You know, the one nice thing about everybody leaving the state of Illinois is that we've got people now all over the country that we can go visit. I didn't pay for one hotel room. So, yeah, I'm still here in Illinois, but that's kind of nice, right? Right? Anyway, so we made a quick stop in uh, Gatlinburg, which is one of my favorite uh, little tourist towns right in the valley there between the mountains. Uh, it is it is a beautiful part of the country if you've not been there before. Um, but there's an attraction there called the Sky Bridge. You may have seen this all over social media over the last five, six months as they were building this thing. It's open now. It is the uh, one of the largest, if not the largest suspension bridge, longest suspension bridge in North America. It's at Skylift Park, which is right on the strip there in Gatlinburg. You ride a chairlift up to the top of the mountain where they have an observation deck there. And um, so now they have this suspension bridge where you can walk across and get this beautiful view of the Smoky Mountains. I was able to catch up with a representative from Skylift Park. Marcus Watson is the marketing manager there. And uh, he joined me via phone, my very first phone guest on the podcast. And uh, we talked a little bit about the history of the place and uh, about the bridge, what you'll experience when you're up there. Um, so here's some of his interview, and I'll tell you more about our experience afterwards. Uh, VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. 
The Skylip itself has kind of been known for the yellow chairs going up the mountain in Gatlinburg. It's been around since 1954, and it's actually the longest-running attraction in Gatlinburg. And I believe it's the long, uh, longest-running attraction in the Smoky Mountains as well. Um, so it takes you up to the top of the mountain. In the past, all it was was a, a blacktop area. When you got to the top of the mountain, they would snap your photo. You have the option to purchase that if you wanted to. And then when you turn around, you get hands down the best uh, view of the Smoky Mountains, the town of Gatlinburg that's found in Gatlinburg. So that's what it's been since 1954. Uh, in 2016, there was actually some wildfires that came through Gatlinburg that burnt down the entire uh, top portion of our attraction. So in 2017, we built a brand new chairlift, the Doppelmeyer chairlift. Uh, it used to be a two-seater chair, and then it turned into a three-seater chair. So in 2017, we opened back up, and we were offering just a round-trip ride in the chair. So you would ride up to the top, circle around, and come straight back down, where you would still get the same great view of the Smoky Mountains, the same great view of the town of Gatlinburg, but unfortunately, you couldn't unload at the top. Well, starting about a month ago, on May 17th, we opened up the brand-new Sky Bridge, which is North America's longest pedestrian suspension bridge, a uh, total of 680 feet long, 150 feet high off the, gro- uh, off the ground at its highest point, uh, 15 feet long of, uh, of glass panels in the middle of the bridge, which is pretty cool. So that's been the highlight of, of the new opening for the Sky Bridge. We also have our new Sky Center, which is a two-story building with food and beverage, two viewing decks, a bar at the top that's beer only. And you can still have the option to, to purchase your photo at the top, which is pretty cool because it kind of remains that n- n- nostalgic feel, you know, from the past when you can still do that. And then we have our Sky Deck area, which is amphitheater-style seating, a great place to kind of sit back, relax, have a drink and enjoy the best views of the Smoky Mountains you're going to find in Galbert. So all that facility there was built after the fires a couple of years ago? That, that, yep, that is correct. So before, like I said, you would ride up to the top, you would get your photo, you could unload, you know, go into the gift shop, you know, get like a keychain or something like that, and then turn around and just enjoy the view in that one small uh, spot on the blacktop. You know, like I said, after the fires, it burned it down. So the sky deck, the sky bridge, and the sky center are all basically a month and a half brand new. Wow. It is, and mm-hmm. I will I will say this, when we got up there, just the, the landscaping and everything you did with the different tiers yep. of seating, I mean, there yep. really is, it is a spectacular view, and you saw a lot of people when I was up there going into the bar, getting a beer, and then sitting down yep. outside and just looking at everything that you can see yep. up there. Yep, and, and that's the thing, Marcus. I mean, it's, you know, one thing that we've always done here at the Skylift now, it's the Skylift Park with the new addition is everything we want to do, we want to make it about the beauty of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. Uh, when you get up to the top and you turn around and you look, you know, you see the most visited, uh, you know, national park in the, in the United States, which is, which is the Great Smoky Mountain National Park. And, you know, every place that you go on the mountain, whether it be on the Sky Bridge, the Sky Deck, the upper uh, balcony of the Sky Center, you're getting the best panoramic view of the Smoky Mountains in Gatlinburg. And, like, that's what it's all about. People come to this area to see the Smokies. You know, there, there's something special about these mountains. And even though, you know, we, we, we had to persevere through these fires, you know, you know the, the cities come back strong, you know, we're, we're, we're a resilient people, and, and we, we've expressed that over the years. And now, you know, when you ride up to the top and you turn around, you're still getting the best view of the Smokies that you can possibly get. So it's awesome. That, that's what I was going to tell people, too, to make sure that they do. When you go inside the Sky Center there, you have images on the wall. I think one of yep. the pictures is from, like, 1950 or something, like, soon after yep. the it was first built. And then you have yep. b- right before the fires and yep. um, some of the damage and then what it looks yep. like today. And to see that... Yep. And how you guys persevered through that, were able to rebuild and build all this so quickly, is pretty amazing yep. to me to think. 
Yeah, it is pretty amazing. I mean, it was it was kind of like a you know hard punch to the gut. Not not just for you know the skylift, you know, of course, but for the community in general. I mean, uh, I believe that uh, you know in general there were over twenty four hundred structures that were burned down during the fires. You know, over fourteen thousand acres, approximately somewhere in that area. And there was actually fourteen fatalities. You know, from the fires. Yeah. It was something that you wouldn't expect, you know, to happen to Gatlinburg. You know, but it did. But the thing is, you know, it, it made the community so much stronger. And, and I, I kind of look at it this way, and I feel like the Skyworth Park is, is a representation of that. You know, it was a unique attraction that was here forever in Gatlinburg. And then it burned down. And then it come back just better than ever. And it, it kind of is, is a little symbolism there that represents, you know, how, how Gatlinburg is now. You know, the fires happened. And then, you know, we, we all banded together. And we've come back better than ever. And it's just, it's just been great. So. so let's talk about this bridge a little bit more because you, you mentioned it okay. a little bit there, but like, how did the idea for this, when I, when I walked up there and looked at it, it's just so natural because you have those two mm-hmm. points that it goes between, but who was this in the works for a long time? Was there a vision for this? Like, how did this whole thing yeah. just come to be of looking across saying, all right, I want to build a bridge that people <laughs> could walk across right here. Yeah. So, like, like with anything that we have done, we are doing, and we'll, we'll ever do at the Skyward Park, it's always going to enhance the view of the Smoky Mountain. So that was kind of the first thing that, you know, we realized when the talks of the bridge came into play. You know, actually, the, the talks of the bridge was actually before the wildfires. So I would probably say that this has been an idea that's been about five or six years in the works. And uh, how, you know, there's, there's been a couple different stories of how, you know, it came to be. But, but the one that we, we kind of stick with is our, man, our manager, Randy Watson, um, he, he, you know, he said, you know, how cool would it be if we just spanned a bridge across that ridge to enhance the view and make it even better than what it already is? And kind of what he was basing that off of, Marcus, was uh, Grandfather Mountain. It, it's, it's a bridge in North Carolina that, you know, it's called the Mile High Bridge. And people from all over the country travel, you know, many of miles to come see it just, just for the views and just for the fact to be on a long bridge and taking in, you know, nature. And th- that's kind of, you know, what um, the idea sprung from, I guess you could say. Um, and there was a completely different, you know, image and thought process of what it was going to be because uh, this is kind of a fun fact. You know, before the wildfires, if you were standing on the street, you know, the main downtown strip of, down, uh, of Gatlinburg and looking up at the bridge, you would only probably see like a third of the bridge because of all the tree coverage. Like you were almost going to be so much immersed in the trees, like, like a canopy almost walking through the bridge for, for like almost the majority of it. And wow. after the wildfires happened, there was like a, a silver lining there, you know, so there's 90% of the trees on top of the mountain burnt down. So it opened up this huge, just, you know, expansive space for us. So now when you're standing on the street to Gatlinburg, when you look up at the bridge, you're seeing basically 100% of it. It's opened up just an incredible view for us. So like that, that was kind of the, the idea behind it was how can we make this amazing view that people come from all over the country to see even better? And we, we hit the nail on the head, uh, hit the nail on the head with it for sure. Yeah. So, and the other thing too is the, the whole experience of the bridge walking across of it. Yep. R- walking across it, it is a suspension bridge. So when you walk yep. out on it, it it moves a little bit. It has to, right? I mean, that's yep. a, that's a part yeah. of it, and that's that's the whole idea yeah. behind the suspension bridge and how those work. But you can see what I loved just sitting there for a minute and watching people take their first steps on it, kind of like mm-hmm. oh. But then once you once you feel it, and you're like, okay, this is safe, right? It's totally safe, but yep. it does sort of have that thrill a little bit. Where yeah, you you know yeah, you're yeah. high up and you're about to walk across this thing and it has that it moves a bit. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing about the bridge. I mean, you you look at it and the first thing you think of is like, oh my goodness, it's a swinging bridge. It's going to move a ton. 
And, and the way I like to explain it to people is like, you know, it's a suspension bridge. The healthy function of a bridge is for it to move a little bit. If it's not moving at all, you know, there's something wrong. So the fact that it's moving a little bit, that's a good thing. But it's not going to ever, it's not going to move more enough that it's ever going to like knock you off balance. So that, that's some reassurance that, you know, you can give your guests as they come. But, uh, so th- th- there's kind of like three things I like to think about this bridge, you know. Number one, when you walk it, you can say that you walked across North America's longest pedestrian suspension bridge. So there's kind of like that bucket list, you know, worthy thing you can say. Uh, the second thing is, is when you walk out to the middle, there's these three glass panels that look down, uh, completely see through 150 uh, feet to the bottom. And so that, that's the thrill that we're talking about. Kind of you can see through it. The bridge is moving a little bit. And then the third thing is when you, when you just kind of look up and take the time to say, you know what, I'm doing this, you know, I'm getting the thrill experience. And then you look up and then you see the beauty of the Smoky Mountains. That's what's so cool about this bridge is you get to say you walked across, you know, a bucket list worthy activity. You get the thrill of doing it, you know, being suspended in the air and in the, in the midst of it. And then the third thing is you get to look up and say, this is why we came. We're seeing the Smoky Mountains and you're, you're, you're getting a full scale. So I want to say a huge thanks to Marcus Watson for hopping on the phone with me. Uh, I also want to tell you a few things about our visit when we were there at the Skylift. First, the chairlift experience itself is really cool. We saw a beaver or a groundhog, something like that. You couldn't really tell because we were going up and uh, my skills analyzing animals are not great. But uh, it was kind of neat. And I've seen pictures from people who have actually seen bears on the mountain when they've gone up there. Maybe not that close to the chairlift, a little bit further away, but that's pretty cool. And the view is just spectacular when you get to the top of this thing. The facility they built is really high end. It's got a ton of seating around it. A lot of places to sit and just admire the view. But to the bridge, actual bridge itself, and you might be surprised to hear this, but I'm not crazy about heights. I am not. That's right. I'm a coaster enthusiast who is not uh, totally crazy about heights, but to me, it's all about feeling secure. I feel secure and I feel safe in coasters and I felt safe and I felt secure on this bridge. The wires on the outside of the bridge, which are like, think of them like the railings, you know, when you're walking across a bridge, like something you can hold onto on the side, the wires on the outside there, they are, um, pretty much shoulder height. At least for me, they were, they came up pretty high. So you don't feel like you could just fall over the side of this thing And it moves, but it doesn't move back and forth too much. And the glass portion in the middle is like the ledge at the Willis Tower in Chicago, if you've been there. It's a little bit unnerving when you get to it, but that's part of the fun, right? It's it's part of the fun when you step up to it. You're like, oh, you see everybody slow down there. And uh, something happens to your brain when you see glass. Like, can I step on that? And you look straight down and you really get a sense of just how high you are. And it was fun to see my kids have that experience too. Like, is this okay? I'm like, yeah. It's safe and just to see their face when they did that, which is pretty cool. The other thing is the cost of it. Uh, for our family of four, it was about $86 to go up there. And I know a lot of people's eyes go, whoa, $86. And that might sound high, but it's priced the same as something like the Sky Deck at the Willis Tower that I mentioned before. They're clearly saying this is a premier observation deck, observation experience. And I got to tell you, there was a huge line of people when I was there. So people are obviously willing to pay the price and however i will say if you buy your tickets online first first which i didn't do because i'm just not smart not a smart person you'll save some money and i think you actually get to skip a portion of the line because you already have your tickets you don't have to wait in line for that box office to buy your tickets although you do have to get the wristband but i still think you don't have to wait in the longest line that's there but uh, here's my recommendation if you go and we kind of hinted at this in the in the interview um 
Do the Skylift and the bridge in the morning when you go. Then you enjoy Gatlinburg, other things on this trip. Go to the National Park. We drove through that on the way there. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, they got some waterfalls in there that you can do all kinds of stuff. Then come back at the end of the day and go up again to the Sky Deck, and you can check out some uh, the sunset. You can have a beer, you know, talk about your day, all that good stuff while you're up there. So really get, get your money's worth. You get to go up there not once, but you can go up there twice as really as many times as you want. That's what I would do. That'd be my recommendation for you guys. So if you're new to the show, I was at Dollywood a month or so ago, checking out everything that's new there, talking to Dolly Parton about it. You can find that episode of the podcast. Um, it was a few episodes ago. You can find it everywhere. You listen to podcasts. I recommend if you are planning a Tennessee trip this year or in the future to listen to that too, because Dollywood's a place that you have to go. If you're going to Eastern Tennessee next week is a big week here in Chicagoland. I will be riding the new launch coaster max force at six flags, great America. Look for that on WGM morning news on television. I will also have a full podcast with reaction interviews with the park for media day. Don't forget to follow me on social media. You can see all this there. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything on social. I'm all over it. Just search Marcus Lashock. You can find me there. I'm at Marcus Lashock. I'm pretty much everything. That's going to do it for me this week on the podcast. Remember to push down, pull up on your lap bars. I'm Marcus Lashock. Peace out. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.